A new trend is emerging in healthcare, and it's happening at the patient's bedside. It's called point of care diagnostics. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Tim Dugan, co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners, one of the largest private equity firms in the United States that's focused solely on the healthcare industry. Established in 2005, Water Street has become known for its healthcare expertise, investing in several different businesses through acquisitions and strategic partnerships with some of the biggest medical product companies in the nation, like Medtronic Inc. and Stryker Corporation. Prior to founding Water Street, Mr. Dugan was a founding partner at One Equity Partners, who you may be more familiar with because it was the $5.5 billion private equity arm of J.P. Morgan Chase. Mr. Dugan has a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering and economics from Stanford University and a master's degree in business administration from the University of Chicago School of Business. Tim Dugan, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you, Bruce, and thank you for having me. Well, this is a very exciting area. I, as the healthcare reporter at the Tribune, I write a lot about diagnostics, and there is some real innovation going on in this area. And what you're going to tell us about is about this trend in point-of-care diagnostics. And if you could just give us a little uh, 411 in layman's terms, what exactly is point-of-care diagnostics, and how did private equity get involved? Sure, I'll give you a simple example that I think all of your listeners will be familiar with and will remember the experience likely all too well. But imagine a primary care setting where a number of years ago a patient comes into the office complaining of a sore throat. It looks like it could be strep, and you run a throat culture, and have to tell the patient it will take a couple of days to get the results from the lab, and the patient complains about not getting treated, they feel bad and they want to feel better and begin asking if there isn't something that could be done now, couldn't an antibiotic be prescribed or something like that. And in that example, patient satisfaction is generally low and or the practitioner is put in the difficult position of potentially prescribing an unnecessary antibiotic to that patient in order to satisfy them. Those were the old days, of course, and today, when a patient comes into the office complaining of a sore throat, you can do a rapid strep test right in the office, and in a matter of minutes, the test will reveal if the patient has strep, and if so, proper treatment can be prescribed to the patient. Great example in this case where the patient is delighted, they have a clear diagnosis, hopefully will feel better very quickly, and as the practitioner, the doctor, is delighted because they were able to quickly and effectively treat the patient. And again, this is one small example of a growing trend in medicine where you're bringing these tests out of the central laboratory and bringing them into the doctor's office, into the hospital at the patient bedside, and can provide immediate results to the patient. You probably answered my question already, but this seems to be an area that would be less expensive and less of a headache and less time-consuming for the patient and the physician as well. I think you're exactly right, and it's one of the reasons why we think it's an attractive area for investment. It absolutely saves time and money in the long term because the test can provide immediate results. Doctors are able to treat patients faster than ever. Once they receive the results, they can immediately determine the appropriate next steps and communicate them to the patients. You avoid the time and cost of having another company involved and having to transport that sample to a lab and wait for the results. It provides better patient outcomes. Again, for some of the same reasons, doctors can receive results and recommend treatment patients quickly. Satisfaction levels go up, which is very important to hospitals and individual practitioners alike. 
And additionally, it, it's an additional stream of revenue for the physician or the hospital where they can provide this test on site. And again, if you go back to some fundamental tenants here where if you have a product that improves patient outcomes, that lowers aggregate cost to the healthcare systems and is a good business opportunity for the practitioner, you have a product that's very appealing. And I think many of the point-of-care diagnostics tests fall into that category. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to ReachMD on XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Tim Dugan. He is the co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners, which is one of the nation's largest private equity firms focused solely on the healthcare industry and investing in the healthcare industry. And we're talking about point-of-care diagnostics, which will be coming to a physician's and patient's bedside near you. And Tim, if you will, could you give us a lay of the land out there of who is into this, perhaps as far as I know that your firm is, but could you give us a little of what's going on with point-of-care diagnostics and kind of what's out there that physicians and patients might be running into? Sure. I think the most common point-of-care testing in doctors' offices, particularly in the larger practices today, are routine chemistry tests. Today, doctors can draw a small amount of blood from the patient and get immediate results on items such as the patient's level of lipids, cholesterol, glucose, liver enzymes, and these results will enable them to immediately assess if the patient is at risk for conditions such as heart disease, liver disease, or diabetes. For patients who have already been diagnosed with these conditions, it provides an invaluable tool for the doctor to help monitor and manage chronic diseases in particular. So that's an area where we see continued opportunity, and we think that panel of tests provided at the patient bedside will continue to grow. Many doctors today also offer point-of-care testing for infectious diseases, with the most popular ones being for strep throat, which I mentioned in the example earlier, and the flu. And what's fascinating here is that the new point-of-care tests that are being developed for other serious diseases, for example, with an oral fluid not even having to draw blood, doctors in about 20 minutes today can do an HIV test in the doctor's office. And there are many benefits, again, with a patient for that particular disease and having very rapid diagnosis. You're going to see, I think, some upcoming developments in the areas like cancer testing, where, for example, Beckman Coulter and others have made improvements to tests like the fecal occult blood test, which is a great screen for colon cancer. And the underlying technologies in that test have shifted to improve the accuracy of the test. You also have developments in molecular technology and screening for more complex diseases and cancers that are coming through the development pipeline and will be offered soon. Well, Tim, could you tell us a little bit about also the reimbursement incentives for point-of-care diagnostics? You had mentioned earlier about the potential for the physician to benefit from this trend, but could you give us some specifics? I mean, you constantly, you know, doctors know and others know that Medicare is squeezing physicians on the outpatient reimbursement front, but are there some reimbursements either in the private insurance sector or Medicare or Medicaid for point-of-care diagnostics? There are, and they're increasing. I would say to oversimplify, to the extent that the point-of-care diagnostic test provides a comparable outcome to the central lab test, it is becoming increasingly straightforward to get reimbursement for those tests at similar rates. And again, importantly for the physician, 
that creates a revenue opportunity for the physician where they can be reimbursed for conducting that test as opposed to the central lab. And is it more on the outpatient side? It's both outpatient and inpatient. We're in a critical care or in an emergency room setting. The need for stat tests is obviously high. And point-of-care diagnostic tests, as a matter of convenience and in providing timely information to clinicians in that environment, is very, very useful. In a more traditional, non-intensive care setting in a hospital, you can use the hospital stat lab or indeed even a central lab to conduct many of those tests. And then outside of the hospital, in individual practitioner's office setting, again, a lot of tests, whether it's in women's health or in family practice, are being moved into the doctor's office, creating both better patient outcomes and a great business opportunity for that physician. Now, would these point-of-care diagnostics, would they tend to be more toward the primary care physician, the family physician, and the internist? Would they be seeing more of these than the specialists, or is there a certain area where this is going? I think it's going to run the gamut. I think you have things like routine chemistry tests and infectious disease tests that are great for the family practitioner and the primary caregiver. You have other tests, molecular tests and cardiac immunoassay systems that will certainly be used by specialists. But I think one of the interesting trends here is that as these tests become more simplified and as they become less expensive, you do have the opportunity for the primary care physician to conduct a number of these tests in their offices as opposed to having to send a patient to a specialist. You can do some initial screening in the primary care setting. Again, better patient outcome, better opportunity for that primary care physician to determine what is the appropriate next step for that particular patient. And in effect, right then and there, you know, you could be saving some money on not having to refer someone into the hospital or to a more expensive, more specialized setting. Have there been any studies done, or if you can give us an example of how less expensive something would be? I suppose if you're avoiding a inpatient stay, certainly you're going to save money there, but just on the, you know, sort of the buying front for a consumer or a health plan. Yeah, the tests and the actual cost of the underlying test initially are very comparable to what you'd find in a central lab setting. So there's not necessarily cost savings attached to that immediately. However, as that test gains traction in the marketplace and the frequency of use goes up, the manufacturers of those tests are able to bring their costs down and actually provide a savings. But the bigger savings really are at the system-wide level. So to the point you made earlier, if a primary care physician can provide an immediate result to a patient, they can likely avoid having to bring that patient back for a second visit. They can potentially avoid having to send that patient on to a specialist when they can determine in their office at that time if that particular visit is necessary or not. If they can get a rapid result on a test, they may prevent a particular issue or disease with a patient from escalating to the point that you actually have a requirement for a hospital inpatient stay for that particular patient. So there are many ways when you look at it at the system level where you're improving the efficiency of the delivery of care, you're bringing more rapid diagnostic and therefore treatment to the patient. You may be bringing better management, as I mentioned earlier, of chronic diseases to the patient, therefore 
eliminating those events that require the patient to come back and see a physician or check into a hospital. All of those items really drop costs overall in the system. And I think the payers, particularly at the government level, they recognize the benefits of these kinds of cost-saving initiatives and are supportive of more tests moving toward the patient bedside. Well, I would like to thank Tim Dugan, who has been our guest. He is the co-founder of Water Street Healthcare Partners. He joined us from his offices in Chicago, where Water Street is one of the nation's largest private equity firms investing solely in the healthcare industry. And we've been discussing point-of-care diagnostics, which will be, if you are a consumer or physician listening in, coming to a bedside near you. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library in on-demand podcasts. And I would like to thank you today for listening.